shock treatment to Jason X to Police Academy 6. This is Sequel Cast, and they are unsurpassed at following a franchise until the better end. This is Sequel Cast, and your hosts have asked that I inform you that the show will now begin. Hi, this is Matt, host of Sequel Cast 2. Um, what you're about to listen to is a classic episode of our original uh, sequel cast series that's an audio commentary for the 1966 Batman film starring Adam West. Adam West uh, recently passed away at the ripe old age of 88 and he did so many film and TV performances in his career but he's best known for playing Batman on the uh, 1960s series from only three seasons believe it or not from uh, 1966 to 1968 and in that same year, the first season, 1966, there was the theatrical Batman film, which you're going to hear a commentary for. Um, this is done by Thrasher, and I believe Jersey Jason, although I could be wrong on that. So enjoy this classic episode from the Sequel Cast Vault, and be sure and tune in next week on Sequel Cast 2, where we will cover... The original Hanover film, and then the next few weeks we'll finish out the Hanover trilogy. So, hope you enjoy this uh, audio commentary for the Batman 1966 movie. It was often promoted as Batman the movie. Listen to this classic sequel commentary theme song by Mark with a C, and then uh, that's how you uh, sync it up. It's pretty easy. All right, enjoy. And uh, next week we're doing uh, going to kick off our look at the Hanover trilogy. Ta ta. We're gonna talk about the movie, to talk about the movie, a sequel commentary. We're gonna talk about the movie, to talk about the movie, a sequel commentary. Cue up the building question, but don't start it yet. If you're not paused on four zeros, it's something you'll regret. Soon the singing will be stopping, and we're gonna get to talking on a place that is voluntary. Ah, the old 20th Century Fox logo. There's nothing like it. <laughs> Hello, I'm William T. Thrasher. With me is Georgia Jason. Absolutely about that. And we dedicate this sequel commentary to uh, <laughs> the expressor to the enemies of crime, to crusaders against crime, and throughout the world for their inspirational example. This is the oh, and there's more. Um, but I'm them not... and the lovers of adventure, lovers of pure escapism, lovers of unadulterated entertainment, lovers of the ridiculous and the bizarre, to one lovers everywhere. The oh, I missed it. And that's pretty much what this movie is. Oh, and there's some sex. There's something for daddy. If we overlook any other groups of lovers, we apologize. We will not overlook you as we give you commentary over 1966's Batman, starring Adam West. Burt Ward. By a William Dozer production. With Julie Newmar. Cesar Romero. Nora Dunn. Dana and Frank Cogner. Gershwin. Oh, Frank Gorshin. Gorshin? Frank, Frank Gershwin is a composer. <laughs> He's like, hello, Batman. I'm going to sing a little tune for you. Uh, again, if they would redo 
camp 1966 Batman uh, and have Neil Patrick Harris oh, play Lee, the music maker. Lee Merriweather. Yeah, it was Lee Merriweather. It was not Julie Newmar or Eartha Kitt. And Cesar Romero. Wasn't there a fourth one? Not that mm. I'm aware of. But, uh... The Riddler, Frank Gorshin. <laughs> so cool. When Do you remember when he did the MTV Movie Award and uh, it was an interview with a Batman? No. It was Adam West and Frank Gorshin, Gor- Gorshin as the interviewer and Adam West as the vampire slash Batman. And a guy running away well, in a trench cool. coat. But, um... So, yeah. This is... You know, a lot of people think this movie was based on the Adam West uh, Batman TV show from the 1960s. It's actually rather funny. They made the movie... The plan was to do the movie and do the movie first to build up buzz for the TV series. But due to a production quirk, the ser- the beginning of the series was finished filming before the movie. So the series ended up premiering first. And then the movie was basically then released later as a tie-in. Now you also notice there's Bob Kane getting all the credit while Bill Finger is relegated to the sidelines. Sadly, yes. A history's greatest mistake. I just recently found out how much he was actually responsible for and how much, um, yeah, Bill Finger was. It it was very interesting to see what Batman would have been like without Bill Finger. And, uh... Who is it? There's somebody famous in Hollywood... Who's the great grandnephew of the man who played um, Alfred. Alfred? And I'm trying to remember who that was. I want to say it's Matt Damon. No, I'm sorry, no, Ben Affleck. Do we have a source on that? No, because one of the dogs just pulled out the cord of my computer. I see. Well, we'll see if we can correct that. God, I love, I love that there's a switch they have to pull, and it magically puts their costumes on. The thing about the Adam West of the 1960s is it really is a, the theater of the absurd, but it works so well. And before before you start talking about how Batman is a dark character, yes, he in many ways is a dark character. However, as, as crazy as this show might seem to modern eyes, it does reflect the Batman comics of the time. They were just as campy. Yeah, you're not going to see any Charles uh, Nolan uh, kind of atmosphere to these and the green screen. You're you're good enough friends with him that you call him Charles. Yes, even though that's not a nickname. What did I say? What's his name is Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Would be Chris. God damn it! So, I'm getting so everything wrong. <laughs> oh gosh, that is a sexy bat copy. Now I love that apparently Batman just rents space at an airfield, and they respectfully keep the chopper there, and no villains. Well, he's the hero of the city. Yeah, but why don't the villains sabotage his helicopter? Like, I know, we should, I propose a high-flying crime. <laughs> and Joker just puts on a fake mustache, even though he's got the white skin. They just let him in, because he's got the right uniform on. Jeez, that was really the plot to most of these. Well, I one of them wearing a fake mustache and pretending to be a rich financier. <laughs> well, I actually did some thinking about that, and it occurred to me that, uh, it occurred to me that their costumes are so outlandish that no one could ever believe. Hello, ladies. Whoa. No one... Wait, they love Batman. I don't remember this part. Is that Frankie Avalon? <laughs> I think it is. No. Doing his cameo. 
But um, but that that's their costumes are so outlandish that no citizen of Gotham could believe they would be stupid enough to just put a mustache over their their villain costume. So they figure it couldn't possibly be them because no one could be that stupid. Hmm. Yeah, but it's still it's, it's the freaking Joker. He's in the newspaper. <laughs> you see his face and Gobblepot. He's a. Oh. Am I, I'm not the Joker. My name is Joseph. Joseph Kerr. Joe Kerr. Completely oh my god. Different. So many of those. So many episodes like that. And, and you've got me a mistake. He's like, oh, he's this, he's this rich guy. Or he's not the Joker, Batman. You're you're speaking nonsense. I'm a goddamn superhero who fights that guy on a daily freaking basis. And you're telling me I don't know who he is. I'm gonna smash his head into a building. <laughs> Except this is 1966 Batman. He would well, Adam say, melt his. Sir, his I'll smash your fucking head into a brick wall. <sighs> Thank God we have booze. No. So, so yeah, so right now the plot involves something involving a ship, uh, because there's a ship that's off course. And a bat ladder. No, I like that there's actually a term for that, is when you label something so the audience knows what it is, it's called Batmaning. No, is that really? No, it's seriously, and it saves Batman. on exposition. It saves on exposition, because, you know, you can, if you want to have a DNA scanner, you don't have to explain it's a DNA scanner, you just put a mm-hmm. tag on it that says DNA, DNA scanner. scanner. Interesting. I love this flying music, although it is a bit repetitive, but I think that's just the nature of television music. And all it is is they're on a thing, and there are guys shaking it off camera, <laughs> and just tipping it side to side. It's probably some union guy saying, uh, working on Batman this week, I gotta make a cop that wobble. I used to do the nose twitches on Bewitched, I was <laughs> the only person who could make the nose twitch right. <laughs> They sort of ran some, like, piano wire uh, up the back of her neck, and that would be, like, you'd be And think adjusting. how many guys it took to, to rumble a train on Petticoat Junction. <laughs> yeah, but how did they rumble it? <laughs> well, I'm making that sexual now? things. That's his bat uh, walkie-talkie communicator. Oh, I thought there were headphones there for a second. And I, lo- I love I love that that's a physical stunt that they actually had a guy in a Batman costume. Not Adam West. Uh, I mean, Adam maybe, West didn't do his own. Maybe stunts. not, but I prefer to think that it's always pure West. I don't think that it's always Burt Ward. Because <laughs> I Bert feel like they would make Bert him. Ward yeah, they would make him do. Hey, his own kid, stunts. we got a stunt to do. Please, sir, not another stunt. Yeah, another stunt. We're gonna put the, you in a key making machine. <laughs> oh, the death traps. <laughs> no, that's. Uh, but, there's some bat. Oh, <laughs> why? No, I love this show. I love so Gotham dumb. Harbor is full of sharks, and, and they are tenacious. Oh, and all the water coming out of the shark like it's urinating. Now we do mm. know well sharks urinate through their skin. And fucking, I love seeing Batman fight a shark. Um, but like, I, I, I guess apparently like his pants, his bat pants are made out of like a special chainmail weave, which is why the shark isn't isn't digging into his flesh. Yes. Which is also good against zombies. Whale repellent? Manta ray repellent? They have shark repellent. No devil ray repellent. Yeah, just manta ray. They they can deal with the poisonous ones. It's the ones that aren't poisonous you can't trust. You don't know where you stand with them. Was there an octopus one on this thing? I think there was octopus. Octopus? And it's funny that'll, come is, in, that'll come in handy later. And the funny thing is that's the first time I've ever actually noticed... Who's flying the plane? Autopilot. Oh, he inflated. But that's the, I think it's the first time in all the many times I've seen this film that I noticed they had multiple repellents. And also, you'll see, you know, the, 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 the repellent clipped to his belt. 
That's the only time in this entire series you would see utility belt used as a utility belt. The only time that they really referenced that he was an acrobat. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of another time that he ever did a cool stunt like this. I always imagine that there's an episode that's basically shot like The Fugitive and it's all about the Flying Graysons dying. Mm. No, because they never really handled death on this and they blew up a shark. Exploding shark. Now, thankfully, no actual sharks were harmed during the making of this movie. Or harmed. Yeah, they're hit with a, they have a hormone thing that gives them both sets of genitals. It's called a side-by-side. It's, Vin- it's Vincent Price's son. <laughs> Hello, Batman. Who's Egghead? Yes. I made a connection. Yes. High five. Well, count the high fives. He's, he's not in this movie. They, they call, call me Mr. Mr. Tibbs. Tibbs. Amen. <laughs> this is what we're like together inside baseball. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, at, uh, Vincent Price would go on to play Egghead in the Batman series. God, what a terrible, terrible idea. He was it good was on an, it. He was good on it. It was oh. an exquisite villain. Oh, what about, uh, what was what was uh, Uncle Milty's character? It was really- uh, he was Louis, Louis the Lilac. He was a gangster, just a murdering gangster. She's wearing leopard print. Don't trust her. Yeah, yeah that's another thing. Is like with Catwoman... Catwoman on this series would always be disguised by taking her costume off. Mm. And no, like whenever a woman with a cat-type name shows up on the series wearing cat print, no matter how many times Batman saw her out of the costume, he never seemed to recognize well, it. Although you, I like to think he was playing along. If That's you think about it, also, it's a little bit like James Bond, in that always a female had some an interesting name. It's a callback to that, as well as... Selena Kyle. I need a broad chest. <laughs> I need a broad chest. Um, was it Julie Swallows? Upfront jumbles. Octopussy. Uh, <laughs> Junior samples. <laughs> <laughs> he was on Hee Haw. These kids aren't going to know what they were talking about. <laughs> Go to the internet, look up Hee Haw, then feel ashamed, Aww. then watch the Smothers Brothers comedy album, or comedy, comedy hour, and be healed. Why do they have to paint on eyebrows? Well, remember, criminals are a superstitious and cowardly lot. You have to make Batman look angry. That's the darkness. The darkness are all in his painted-on eyebrow. Ah, you know why it is that most superheroes have the underwear on the outside? Why? They modeled Superman off of the uh, uniforms that wrestlers would wear. When they oh, would go yeah. to the traveling circuits, they would always have that kind of leotard. Oh, yeah, the strongman leotard. Exactly. That so is that exactly is why the, the heroes of the time have that look. And now, of course, they've taken that look off of a lot of superheroes. Superman no, uh, no longer has the red underwear on the outside. And, um, and yet, I feel like it makes the costume more erotic when you don't have the exterior underwear. Because then it's such as you're just in a body stocking that can only contour to your equipment. That's interesting. But the thing is, by having two layers of fabric, it creates a, a uh, an obfuscation of, of your contours, <sighs> They have such say. good technology for a police department. I always wondered if uh, Batman donated this closed-circuit TV. Ah, the foul prince of crime, the penguin, played by the immortal Burgess Meredith. Mm. <laughs> the original murdering clown. Were these family portraits all have the same background? <laughs> 
Yes. Maybe maybe the Gotham prison is very classy. Mm, so you the don't. Mug shots. So the mugshots are done with these backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Oh no, she was in a hotel. Fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. Something I always loved about Burt Ward's performance as Robin the Boy Wonder is he always looked like he was ready to punch someone. Like he really oh. like he's full of the impetuous energy of youth, and that's why he's always doing that. I'm going to punch somebody. Prep work with his hands, just like a Power Ranger. If you think about it as well, oh. with the gloves and the, and the <clears throat> yeah. What is it almost feels like I don't know. He should have been more of a Kato type character, where he had more. Um, he fought more than Batman. It always seemed like he was getting more beat up than Batman. Well, he was the one who always had to get captured. Yeah. So that they could have a hostage crisis. What was uh, what was it on uh, Tiny Tunes where uh, Porky Pig's? Uh, Oh, what was the pig's name? Hampton. Hampton. Hampton Pig. Was uh, the boy Target. No, he was boy decoy. Boy decoy. He wore the brightly colored orange and yellow outfit, yeah. Yeah, the Target on his chest. There's some commentary there. (laughs) I love that line reading. I'm they jump. Just... I love. It's like, no, don't just run. Let's jump everywhere. No, I don't know if you've ever paid attention to the way I move, but that's how I move. Is that? Really? I move like, yeah. When I need to go somewhere, okay, and I bound. At no, some I point, do notice I bound that. Before I leave, the I room. do notice. That. I just thought that was because your father was a gazelle. Also, sometimes, uh, actually, no, he was a kodu. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, he played for the South Africa team. Ye old Benbow Tavern. I, I love how confident this is the way. This is why I love this era of Catwoman. She just confidently enters this space and dominates it. There's some more sex. It felt like somebody should have pinched her ass and she like scraped them across her face. Just peeled their face off. No, it's a pirate. That. It's a period pirate. Now that's what I also love. The Catwoman's her real name. <laughs> United Underworld. The World Crime League. Oh, and among other things, the Joker does magic in this version. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a very good sleight of, uh, sleight of hand artist. That's what it's about. <laughs> and the Riddler really looks professional. I mean, I want to dress oh, like I know. that. I love that suit. That does look good in his hair. There is... <laughs> in that effect, how cool Joy is buzzers. that? They really have the characters down. And also, notice, whenever only the villains are in a scene... It's always a Dutch angle. Why? Because they're crooked. They can never be photographed straight when they're on their own. Oh. The camera angle only straightens when Batman gets the upper hand. But it, it adds drama. Uh, it's really co- cool. I love camp. I have an unironic love for camp. I think it is a wonderful art form. It makes me cringe. <laughs> this private riddle collection that they apparently honor. Are they riddles? There's question marks. Now, one of the jokes <laughs> appears to be a sewing machine <laughs> on the joke shelf. On the joke shelf. And a noose. It's like they have their own lockers. <laughs> it's like high school. Which got them high. Uh, that's a terrible idea. Does, it, does that exist? They're doing a prequel <laughs> called Gotham. Which was going to be? It's going oh, to be the, the TV story show? of Bruce uh, of uh, Commissioner Gordon. Oh, oh, the show. Okay, yeah, it's in development. Now. But there's, all, but there was talk of Gotham High, which would have been all of them at high school together, dealing with that's uh, Oswald. I think Copperpot was going to be the principal. I'll tell, I'll tell you, do the series first episode. The Joker burns down the school with everyone locked inside, and then the series ends. Yeah. My favorite though is Greaser Batman. 1950s type uh, greaser guy, awesome oh. car mechanics. Now, 
Now, here we're getting a great bit of character acting. This is Commodore Schmidlap, who owns a European brewing company and has invented something. He's invented something the villains want desperately. So desperately that they've uh, developed this uh, plan to kidnap him. Oh, that's the other thing. Is he insane? There's a guy with a white face and green hair in front of him. Now, even in this era... No, no. The Joker actually explains it, that he's a landlubber and the sea air disagrees with him. And that that's why he looks so pale and screwed up. I love the Joker pretending to be polite. There's something wonderful about that. That face, and you can notice his, his mustache. Is I know. Well, because the mustache was so much. Because Caesar Romero was a heartthrob. He was the Latin lover, uh, and and possibly a spy, depending on who you ask. But um, he, yeah, the the mustache was so much a part of his Latin lover image. He refused to shave it, so they just grease painted over it, and it just added to the absurdity of the character. I think it works. Now, what I love is the Commodore Schmidlap is apparently an actual Commodore, but he doesn't know enough to know that he's in a fake ocean. I'm actually thinking like about this movie. The villains have their plan in motion before the movie starts. Because remember, when it begins, they've already kidnapped the Commodore and replaced True. his boat. With the they fake. have to explain about a bit, but it's already happened. Oh yeah, yeah. So like they're, they're actually doing the caper, and that's something I love is that they're several steps ahead of Batman in this movie, and Batman we get to see Batman catch up. Well, if you look at it like that, then also. Um... And uh, when I saw this for the first time, I became a man. Catwoman. The. <laughs> oh, not uh, Dark Knight Rises. What's the one with Bane? That's the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. The the machinations of uh, <laughs> Ra's al Ghul's daughter Talia is in motion at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Think about it. She's already in, insinuated herself into uh, Bruce Wayne's coterie of people. Coterie of crime. Well, remember that, that that wasn't really a boat. That was a holographic projection. This movie has holograms. It has everything. That's right. Uh, why? The magnifying lens. Let's see. There's a uh, bat analysis computer. Now, I always wondered those radar screens that we saw a moment ago. What radar is Batman monitoring? Hmm. Airspace? I guess if there's more high flying, high flying felons come how, to vex our heroes. How many more? How many episodes involve planes? I don't know. That would be an interesting inventory. Did, did Joker have his own copter and his own crew? No, but Catwoman had a coupe. There was a Catwoman coupe. But shouldn't she have now? A that's the navigational aid computer, not the bat navigational but aid computer. Cats don't fly. That doesn't make sense. The bat navigational aid computer has little wings on the side. No, a coupe is a car. Oh, it was, a ro- it was a roadster. I'm thinking of a, I'm thinking of a chicken coop, and that'd be a penguin joke. <laughs> Even though the Arctic chicken. <laughs> and uh, the penguin had a car. I think Joker had a car. I try to remember if they ever showed it. In I do know that Riddler did fly in a few episodes because he would he would do sky riding. No, I like that at this point they're saying fuck the helicopter. Let's just take our goddamn boat. <laughs> but once again, now this is okay. So the Batman and Robin they have a bat boat. But this time, it's just completely undefended. It's just there on the harbor. <laughs> With stairs, a pole, and a ladder. And flames. 
Which, that makes it go faster. That's those are. So that is actually a really cool vehicle. I'd love that boat. Now here's a question. Now we know what happened to the cars. Whatever happened to the boat, do you think? That's a really interesting question. I'm not sure. I hope there are multiples of the cars. I I've seen one of them. It would have been trash. It's a religious experience to see the real 1960s Batmobile in person. It's amazing. I've seen it before. One of them has actually a a modified version of it. Appears in Death Race 2000 as the Frankenstein car, (laughs) as I recall, and it it, it was bought back and modified back into the Batmobile. Well, it's a nice composite shot. Oh, wait, I think I remember this part. Magnet. <laughs> Although, like, you know, in, in the modern day, this would be very to- toyetic if every time they got into a vehicle, it had to be a different vehicle, because that means more action figures. More, well, more toys. Well, that was also sense. one of the things behind uh, Schumacher's uh, Batman and Robin. <sighs> oh, I love the Penguin Submarine, which that has been want, customized. That I want as a toy. Oh, Absolutely. They did actually do some 1966 Batman action figures, which look really, really now, nice. No, I do want to point out, each villain has their own cabin off just off the bridge of the sub that has their iconography on the door. But for some reason, Catwoman's iconography is not a cat, it's a bundle of pussy willows. What? Yeah, well, when they when we the camera angle changes, it'll change back. Now, I'm wondering how much of this set was reused on Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. <laughs> Because it seems to have everything that's on that submarine except for the giant glowing squares. <laughs> Love that. Oh, also, no smoking on a submarine. <laughs> the, the, hey, are you going to tell the penguin he can't smoke? On his own sub, no. <laughs> that's true. It is, it is established later that Penguin owns the sub. He bought it at a Navy surplus. Well, who else is going to paint it that ridiculously? Uh, the Joker, if he's trying to make the Penguin look bad. <laughs> I like that they were able to coordinate the pirate-themed <laughs> villains. Now, I do want to point out that um, we're going to learn that this buoy is has a hologram projector in it. <laughs> he, he really had a thorough custom job. Here's a question. If he's going to do that, why not do something to the, like, don't make them pirates. Make them all, like, birds or something. Well, no, because they're a team, so they have to be pirates. Make them all wear that's tuxedos. The only, like that's the only icon. Well, because the tuxedo is specifically his iconography, uh-huh. so it means they're only loyal to him. If they're pirates, they're loyal to the team. But, yeah, we're going to see there's a hologram projector in there. I just want to point out that when they saw the hologram boat earlier, it was moving. It was so this wake. buoy was moving. <laughs> Couldn't it just project, or is it the hologram itself? Well, it, it well, I mean, it is projecting. But they, they remember when you saw the photos? The photos showed that the buoy is in the center of where the boat was supposed to be. Um. The Joker loves his work. <laughs> the worst and it's, enemies. And it's true, salt and corrosion are the enemies of crime fighters. They are down here in Georgia. Crime fighters? No, uh, salt and corrosion. Oh, uh, yeah. Anywhere near the sea. What's that old What's that old song we used to sing? Salt and corrosion and you in my arms. That's the projector? That's, yeah, it's the hologram projector. Okay. Which was inside the buoy, but can project outside the buoy. 
I wonder if they understood how holograms work back then. Did they have holograms back then? Well, the theory of the hologram existed, though. Whether anyone had actually been developed, <laughs> I don't know. I also love that the thing when they're on the boat, they all agree to say yo ho. <laughs> they uh, say something and they all have their own uh, viewmaster. I know. Look at it. You think they're going to share? You're crooks. They don't share, they take. Magnets! No, this is the thing I love. They can't take their belts off. I thought he was going to say short and curly. That body. <laughs> the bat short and curly. <laughs> oh, what's it called when you run an electric current through stuff and it makes it all stick together? Is that cohesion? It's That's cohesion. an electromagnet. No, 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 no. It's metal. Attraction? There's something that, like, it fuses things and then you let it go, it unfuses them. Oh, I'm man. not sure. <laughs> I want to say convaletic charge, but that doesn't sound right. Convoluted charge. Play. God, and all these practical effects are yeah. amazing. And this is another thing I like that we get to see Batman gadgeteer just a little bit in this series, modifying his bat radio to emit a signal to trigger the detonator prematurely. Smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right, well, you know, it would be fun to see a little bit of swearing inserted into this. Catwoman, you ungrateful cunt. <laughs> but no, Adam West's Batman is too classy to resort to such vulgarity. We, on the other hand, fart, fart, fart. Yeah, the same trick's not going to work twice. Have we been informative at all of this sequel commentary? Or is this just a fever dream? I, I told him that he had a mustache. <laughs> That's true. I told you thrilling origin story for the painted over mustache. <laughs> there you go. How did Burgess Meredith get hooked into this? I think I I wonder if favors were called in or if like people just like if they were friends with someone behind the show. It was like we want we want names to be the villains. Hmm. And then again it is a, it was good steady work between movies. Like, you know, you you're bound to show up like three times but per season. Is Caesar ever a, a, a guest? Not that I'm aware of. He might have been in one of those building cameos. I think he would have made a better King Tut. That would have been cool. I would have loved to have seen Zero Mostel as a villain. Like you had Zero Mostel as a Zeus. Oh, he would have made a perfect Zeus. Well I think they did do Zeus. They did, I know they did King, did they do Zeus? Or did they do like a weird, or did they do a supervillain Nero? I think it was a Nero. I think it was something, it was something Greek or Roman. Yeah, it was weird, like they they invented new villains. Here's here's another question. Who, what villain would you add to this that has the same pull as Joker, the Riddler, the Cobblepot, and Catwoman? I I mean, Two-Face, but he's not one who would work with a... Well, you you know what I, okay, you know, was it the blonde, the blonde woman in the carry-on film? Do you know her name? Oh, not Carol Cummings. Um, uh, the one who says a voice like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn yourself around. Turn yourself around. I, I don't want to. We need to find her name, and, and this would require time travel. But I would love her on this series as Harley Quinn. Mm. Harley Quinn was the production, or was produced, was created by Bruce Tim. Yeah, for the Batman animated series in the nineties. I'm glad that she joined regular continuity. <laughs> but I love this. I the love Tiddlywinks. That, I love that the Navy plays Tiddlywinks. How the hell do you play Tiddlywinks? You ever play Tiddlywinks? Uh-uh. 
Well, you have these little, you have these discs, and you sort of press down the edge of a disc and try to flip it into a cup. I see this actually as a euphemism for um, sexual harassment. He's playing tiddlywinks with the secretary. You, know, you and I are going to play tiddlywinks. Oh, professor! And then it just turns out it's there. Mm. Instead of playing grab ass, that's the military. Uh, it's called tail hook. I love you, whistle sea shanties. Everything in this scene is this is the thing other thing I love about this series is the werewolf attacks. Um, but more specifically, I love that uh, everyone on screen seems to be having the best time. Do you really think they are? I can look at these people. Who who could possibly not be having a great time? Look at their eyes. I would feel I there's something about it that I just would feel... I don't know. I they felt this was ridiculous at the time. Well, no, they knew it was camp. But camp was camp was uh, the fashion. And I yeah. wish we could get back to My it. dream is to go back in time and make these scripts a little more dark. They don't need to be... But I, I, I would not change a thing. I would, I would try to make a modern Batman movie like this. And we completely glossed over the whole deal where the Penguin bought that Navy surplus diesel submarine <laughs> using the fake the, the alias P and Gwyn and had the submarine delivered to a, an, uh, an unnamed P.O. box in Ghana. Oh, government is so awesome. No, I love, I love uh, the Polaris, the war surplus Polaris missile that can write messages in the sky. Now here we see a classic example of the bizarre riddles. The turtle flies upside down. What weighs six ounces sits in the tree and is very dangerous? The second one, a monkey with a shotgun. <laughs> and that's the answer. And, like, that's the quality of Wait, the riddles. Wait, it? No, it's not. No, no, I'm serious. A monkey he says a monkey with the, a monkey with the rifle. How the hell is... I hate these riddles. Well, because they're not riddles. They're absurd. Like, that's part of the humor of the series is that they're not really riddles. They're just no, nonsense. My favorite and yet one, there's an answer. My favorite one, which president wore the largest hat? The one with the largest His head. head. <laughs> yeah. That makes... That makes sense. <laughs> well, it's true. You know, you know. I would actually answer... When I was in, in, uh, in uh, grade school, I would actually answer questions like that. Like, I would actually... Like, I would actually answer... Like, if I didn't know the answer to a question, I would literally... I would give the answer as, I don't know, which is factual. Mm, yeah, exactly. I don't know the answer. And I'm honest, more honest than all the other people. <laughs> Like I'm the only guess. one. The, the problem is they, they never grade. They never grade papers for wisdom. If they graded papers for wisdom, oh man. <laughs> oh, like for instance, like when I did that that ex, when I was learning to read and write, that exercise where like you have to fill in the blanks, but there's a blank for each letter in the word. Mm-hmm. I would change the number of blanks and put in the word I felt made the <laughs> sentence pop. It was <laughs> great. It oh, I oh oh the teachers hated that. <laughs> Oh, and then there was the time I found a misprint in a teacher's edition. Ooh, oh, that was fun, that's too. Fun. I love showing that off. I'm, I'm basically an asshole when I do that. What, what I'm trying to say is that I love learning, but I hate being taught. <laughs> and uh, Mistress Lashmore has done everything she can to correct it, but it I just wish, doesn't work. Some more spankings. I wish the guy who played the mayor, or the commissioner, who was he? Was the, was he the mayor? He was, the, no, he was Commissioner Gordon. And the commissioner, the police chief. That's right. The police chief was Chief O'Hara. Thank you. Oh, well, anyway, okay. So the commissioner has a really nice office, but I really doesn't he look like he belongs in an EC comic? Well, he he looks like he should be the prime minister of Britain. 
No, 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 that's over here. He now, was, we, uh, now, this scene, we have the villains going over their plan. This is a plan they clearly would have fully developed long before this. They're just giving each other a refresher. Well, they thought everything was going to go off on an edge. They weren't that counting way. on Batman for some reason. <laughs> but, like, yeah, how, got them. like, how awesome is this? Because it's a Batman movie where the villains have set their sights on the whole world. That's, well, they have to. It's a movie. But they've never done that since. Because you can't do that in half an hour. They ha- they. This is longer than a half hour. No, no. But no, I'm no, saying. I'm serious. I'm talking about a modern movie. In a modern movie, the globe has not been under threat by yeah, Gotham's Joe. greatest villains. No, no, a Batman movie. <laughs> Shut up. There are no G.I. Joe movies. No, I like this scene where they plan to work together with this elaborate death trap using a jack-in-the-box to catapult the dynamic duo into the arms of an exploding octopus. Like, I love that it's apparently the Penguin's modus operandi in this film. He has, a, he has exploding sea creatures. Which is very cruel. Is. I mean, after training them and everything, it's like it's like Ozymandias. Mm. Watchmen, if you think about it. Exploding octopus. Destroying the world. <laughs> and just by luck. <laughs> well, like, really, Bruce Wayne, in the series, Bruce Wayne really is the only rich guy in Gotham. So if they're going to do something involving a millionaire, it has to involve Bruce Wayne. Well, there was that time that Joker was a millionaire. Was that in the Adam yeah, West series? He, he, he basically, he winds up being a millionaire, and he clears his name. And he becomes oh. this big socialite. He, until he goes off on his own, uh, until he can't, he can't wait anymore. I think actually it was a plan to become a millionaire and then steal something that only a millionaire could get their hands on. <laughs> I have to, he has to enter the Gotham Socialite Club and to yeah. get their golden boots or <laughs> That's one thing I love is that there's always like there's always like a gem encrusted something or other. And as I recall, like in, in one thing I liked about this is that Catwoman, whenever she stole something, it always seemed to be a cat themed art object. Well, Penguin always did. Oh no, Egghead always did egg things. That's true. Fat. The, the, yeah. Look, wasn't wasn't he going to say like Czar Nikolai's Faberge egg was because his chick wasn't his girlfriend Russian? I don't remember. She always, she had, the, she was like a femme Nikita. She always had the hat. Oh, with the Queen and of the, the Cossacks. Yes. Oh, she was a separate villain. Yeah, she was a separate villain. But I remember episodes but she where teamed it was up her and no, Egghead all she, the time. No, but she teamed up. She did several team-ups. Siren did a team-up or two as well. All the Siren was lived up to her name. Now Her-rattle. imagine the scene from Batman Returns. I am. Having sex, and they figure out each, uh, each one's identity by the, by the wound. <laughs> with these two. My goodness, Miss Kitka. And you know what else I like? I like that I'm not looking at yet another blonde cat woman. There was... Oh, wait, no. Wait. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I wasn't blonde. No, no, for some... For some well, I, I see... None of the kit wasn't. When, when I, 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 let me just put it this way. I see a lot of cat woman art, and they tend to always make her a blonde. No. I like her with black hair. Either Raven or Brunette makes sense because she's Italian. Mm. Most Italian women uh, dye their hair blonde, like tell by the roots. That's another way you can tell if they're from Jersey. You tell by the roots. I have my own way of telling. Boom. You're frightening the dogs. Vaudeville. 
<laughs> I, I love the delicate uh, sword play of seduction that oh, goes here's on. Another thing. She's just there. It's not like at a social gala where like they introduce each other. She's there. <laughs> she just she just showed up. Aunt Harriet comes in. Oh, there's a Russian lady here to see you, Bruce. <laughs> Aunt Harriet. I, I, I like to I like to imagine that Aunt Harriet is either the oldest of old money, or she's middle class. But it was like related to one of Batman's parents and married into waiting fortune. God, imagine if they had been having that introduction in that room and he had to go away. So dumb. <laughs> we left Robin down there unsupervised, manning the bat phone and well, doing taxes. Ward at this time. Wasn't he? Didn't he start when he was nineteen? No, he I could have. I could have sworn he was in like his his very late teens. I think he was older than like he just looked young. Wouldn't it be ironic if he had been older than Adam West? <laughs> oh yeah, that's another one of the crazy, the crazy um, riddles. The riddle was: What kind of people are always in a hurry? They're always doubled on this movie. What kind of people are always in a hurry? And what's yellow and rights? And what kind of people are in a hurry? Russian people. So a Russian. And what is yellow and rights? A ballpoint banana. So Russian ballpoint which, banana. Which from that they get someone Russian is going to slip on a banana peel and break their neck. And that's how they know that Miss Kitka is apparently under threat. Ballpoint. Ugh. I mean, it's something about... You, you prefer a quill, a quill-tipped banana? No, I was... Th- like, that should be like a... A riddle to a baseball thing. They're gonna steal a diamond. That's huge. Like, I really want to do like a book of 1960s riddle or riddles. <laughs> the answers are that crazy. God, I want to go punch the writer who came up with them. Uh, no, no. Why? Why? I don't. The I love the absurdity of it. I love the absurdity of it. Just the connections, like. They do, they do basically, it's free association. Oh, no, I love this. We get to see how they leave the Batcave <laughs> with a jet powered cushion. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's apparently a, a Romanian gypsy stereotype themed restaurant in Gaza <laughs> with only one now, table. No, this is what I like is that is that you know Batman <laughs> is the idol of American youth and wholesome. So Bruce Wayne is only ever depicted drinking milk when other people would drink alcohol. Whoa. Did you notice that Catwoman had a glass had a glass of wine and Bruce Wayne had a glass of milk? I didn't. That's, which, that's interesting. Which the thing is, that's actually something I would like to see carried over into modern interpretations of Batman. Like, have Bruce not allow himself to get drunk, because that might put him off his guard. So he's always discreetly drinking water and juice and stuff. Mm. Oh, I love this rendition. So in love so they go from a you. cook restaurant to a, I don't know. A, a torch singer convention. <laughs> A song made famous by Elvis. I can't help falling in love with you. Although Batman did sell more albums than Elvis and the Beatles. No. No, I'm just joking, oh. but I always... Hey, do you remember back in like the, Batman? I don't remember a you, record. Do you remember back in the 80s and 90s when they used to advertise albums on TV and that was always part of the sales pitch, the only artist ever to sell more records than Elvis and the Beatles? Yep. Which, you know, is not necessarily, you know, because if... You know, records stopped being mass-produced on such scales at that point, so that's not necessarily a, a, a major distinction. But here's, I wanna, you know, I'm going to find this out. I want to know how much it made in the theaters. Because really, if you think about it, like, how would kids have taken this 
with him being all romantic and, and stuff, because they really didn't do that on the show. This movie has everything. Romance, thrills, terror, exploding fish. Just the, just the, they are scorching. Oh, okay, no, I love Alfred in a mask. Like, I want to know how they explain that. Like, oh, oh, Robin, I see you're in the Batmobile with a very old Batman and a trilby. <laughs> like, but again, it's all part of the absurdity. Although I guess, I guess the notion is that Robin can't drive the Batmobile. Maybe he was that young. And then they decide to give him their privacy. Because they're go- because because they're taking the, the the bullet train to Boner Town. No, I like that gag. Going south on West Drive. <laughs> and there's all this innuendo about American uh, Sino relations. <laughs> An elegant ruse. Now, where do you think they found an Irish cop from the 20s for Gotham in the 60s? I'm going to guess the open casting call to The Untouchables. Ooh. The original series, not the not the Kevin Costner movie. Oh, I see you know what do they? How do they use the bat signal when it's not an overcast sky, or does Gotham just have perpetually unfortunate weather? That, like I've seen pictures of like cast onto a regular sky, and I don't know how that works. Holograms? Sure. Well, what? Okay, now here's the thing. What if when they like you have these villains having this crazy technology, can't they just? Uh, reverse engineer them? Because if you think about it, I mean, if you took all of Dr. Doom's technology away from him and reverse engineer it, I mean, he could, you could have such incredible technology. Well, no, knowing Dr. Doom, he would have a sabotage, so if you tried to reverse engineer it, nanites would bore into your skull and upload a copy of Doom's mind But that's always body. been my question. Why don't Reed Richards and Iron Man and all these superheroes who have great power and have great intelligence to create these amazing technological feats spread them out. Well, I always figured that they did, but a lot of it was just too dangerous to put out there. Well, there you see the you see it in the uh, Nolan Batman movies. Is you see um, this cool technology that Batman has that Bruce that Wayne Industries makes. Oh, uh, I love her Morse code communicator. Oh yeah, and it sounds like a mouse. <laughs> it sounds like a tortured mouse. Yeah. The budget for this movie was one million three hundred and seventy-seven thousand dollars. Yes, I hope I hope the recorder is getting this. It should be. Look at the levels. I can't. I'm watching the movie. It grossed three million, so it right. doubled what it it doubled what it um, 
And is that no box, now? Is that box office? That is box office. Yeah. So there's also television rebroadcast rights, uh, rentals. DVDs. It says with rentals, one million seven hundred dollars. Or seven, sorry, one million seven hundred thousand dollars for the rentals. Yeah. Break that down by year. I'm not good at no, math. No, I'm not doing math. I've got a thing to watch. Now get get back over here in front of the microphone. I could not find the age of Burt Ward when he made this. Like, they're just on the verge of going at it. And then kissing. Could, could, you, go, could you imagine, like, if, if, if they didn't get interrupted, what would happen? Where's the camera hidden in this? That's a damn good question. Although I guess we can presume paranoid Mr. Wayne has put cameras up. Ah, uh, decency. <laughs> I just mentioned the Perhaps you shouldn't of, watch them fucking. What? Uh, now, I like that they... It took me forever to figure this out, but these are the penguins' jet-propelled uh, flying umbrellas. There you go. Then they have vehicles. But look at the back cast. They never used them again. They, <laughs> they brought their one pirate. They're casting that film from behind a screen, and they're hitting them with mist and a fan. On her Zoom room in the sky, she saw her plans materialize. It's like a violent version of Mary Poppins. Ooh! I know, some leg there. Oh, dear! What do you think, no bra? I... They're pretty I think there probably is a bra under that, but it's got to be a designer. But it's that bra all that time that makes them look like torpedoes. Looks like. <laughs> that is such a cool look when they used to wear bows in their hair like that. I like she. I like that he never checked her press credentials. <laughs> they could have saved himself a whole lot of investigative work. Batman's smart, but Bruce Wayne is so dumb. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a secret. I know Batman's secret identity, and it's Bruce Wayne. What? <laughs> Son of a bitch! idiot! <laughs> Lamont Cranston, you find out in one of the later movies, uh, it becomes Darth Vader. And he goes, no. <laughs> We're like this all the time, folks. Now they're wearing masks! Now the Riddler's all, always wearing masks. Oh, God. What if that was the way they denote, denoted if they were villains? <laughs> <laughs> that's and then when they're out of masks, that's when they can go out as regular like, private people. I, I love green hair and white skin. I love this stage fighting. <laughs> I would love to teach a stage fighting workshop that's all about <laughs> Batman choreography. And she can't help but be a cat. <laughs> she has bad habits. That's <laughs> why she has to call herself Natasha Kitka and has to make cat puns in Russian. Oh, he, he never has to explain bruises. But that's just because <laughs> they're not in contact. In contact. <laughs> Yeah, the fighting is never so brutal that he's, like, scarred or anything. <laughs> the penguin opens his umbrella in celebration at the top of the pot. But he did it inside. That's bad luck. They're gonna lose. Oh. What if his secret, like, what if his secret name was the Codger? 
<laughs> Robin and the Conjurer. What a terrible Grant Morrison comic that would be. <laughs> no, actually, no, I take that back. Grant Morrison could do a hero called the Codger. I apologize, Grant. They're not brooms. <laughs> yeah, but they're kind of flying the same way. Uh, I like that we never see these ever again. Why can't I quit you? Hello. Now that's super cool. No, I like that Catwoman is making cat in heat noises when she flies. She's an adrenaline junkie. I had a girlfriend like that once. An adrenaline junkie? Or like to fly on an umbrella? Like to fly. Attractive girlfriends <laughs> also seized. <laughs> that's the news. Oh, it's that's, called that's, sexism. That's the se- second story of the front page is about the girlfriend of the kidnapped guy. Now, Batman and some girl. Now Catwoman has her. <laughs> Batman, and some, Batman and some other motherfuckers were called the Outsiders... I stick with my statement. <laughs> Although, in all, in all honesty, Batman and the Outsiders is delightful, horrifying, and delightful in turns. There are some good stories. Right now, actually, I'm reading the one where Batman has like this like poison, and he falls asleep, he might die, so they have to keep him awake. Hmm. But, so the way they're keeping him awake is they've recreated the murder of his parents and driven him into a psychotic fugue, <laughs> chasing him, and are getting him to chase fake criminals around Gotham. Cool. The one, there was a good one with the Outsiders where they have they find Hitler. I haven't gotten to that one yet, but it's I know called, I will. It's called like Pity the Fuhrer. You know, I like that, that Bruce Wayne still has some fight in him. And a bow tie. Now, if he were truly that man, he would have gotten out of those cuffs by now. He would have been well, knocked unconscious. Well, no, you gotta. It. You gotta look. Ooh, an old Calvinator. But no, you gotta you gotta get them to incriminate themselves. You gotta pretend to be incompetent, and they'll spill the beans. Wait, the Calvinator? What does that have to do with Christianity? It's an old timey refrigerator. Oh, it's a good thing she kept her. Co- no, I like that they apparently built a bedroom, a fancy. Well, I guess it's Catwoman's bedroom. Now that I think about it, never mind. This makes perfect sense. Although you'd think it would be a bit more catastic. Uh, Ooh, so I'm gonna go right there. I want to go on record and say that um, if this were truly a sub, the, uh, the oh wait, they're not in the sub, right? No, no, they're in they're in the the second floor of that uh, tavern. Because I would say because yeah, the overhead in a sub is really tight. But I don't know if you noticed when they threw Bruce Wayne in there. Uh, Adam West's face just made a perfect landing between uh, Lee's Merryweathers. Hiyo. Hiyo. I'm, I must sound like a complete and total ass uh, right now. But I am unrepentant. I am a libertine hedonist. So roused about a raconteur and ne'er do well. No, no, compliment me. Don't whisper <laughs> that. Compliment me in front of all these light and nice people. <laughs> and? Yes, and? <laughs> Yes, and. That was just really well timed. <laughs> oh, when the light broke? No, it's not a timer. Oh yeah, we're. I'm sorry. We're in, we're on we're on the second. It's really com- under complicated circumstances that we record this. <laughs> just know that we're on the second floor of a building that that is a failed business next door to a crack house, and that the lights are on a timer, so it looks like someone's here even when they're not, and they just went out on their own. But it's made this whole experience much more cinematique. Mm-hmm. 
Now for a whiskey. Whiskey. I love, I, I love Cesar Romero in this. His looking, like he, his looks of distress and confusion, and then his manicness, they're really cool. He has a great face. Well, it's ridiculously expressive. He probably is the most expressive Joker that we've ever had on, on camera. Ah. Uh, no. I'm going to say better than Jack Nicholson, but I really do like Keith Ledger. Oh, no, no. It was a brilliant performance. But as far as expressiveness goes, for me, it's Cesar Romero completely. Uh, he's still got gadgets. He's still got that transmitter. Just nibble on my neck. Back to back. Belly to belly. I don't give a damn because I'm stone dead already. Back to uh, hey, you, hey, you guys remember Rockapella? <laughs> From where the, the house where band for... In the, the world, world is coming, San Diego. She's not there with the Joker. Because uh, <laughs> she yeah. would have made a really cool... Film. See? Oh, that's good. That's so cool. Love this fight choreography. And they don't suspect anything that a fucking millionaire can take them out. Well, you know, that's the thing, though, because remember, he had he had Kitka as a witness, so he couldn't fight to the best of his ability, and they did want to learn the villain's details. So, ooh, real danger. So yeah. so that's the deal. But now that it's just him, he can go nuts. I really wish he's done, like, a, an exploding boxing glove in his head. Those claws look savage on the Catwoman costume. My whole costume looks savage. I, w- I wish I, I wish I could w- get away with something like that. If if I were a drag queen, that would probably be my persona. Oh, oh that poor dummy <laughs> died because the exploding octopus died. <laughs> now I like that the filing cabinets are just labeled red, green, but then it just adds the name with the color, like they're keeping colors on file. That is a busty figurehead in there. Metallic confetti. <laughs> Wait, how do you hit all three of them with two hands? <laughs> He's Batman. Rooftop chase. Oh. I love rooftop chases. And that actually looks really it's, well shot. It's not an urban fantasy or a Hong Kong action film about it. A cool jump and everything. And I love that they give up. They don't go out there to catch him like, oh, it's too late. The magic's gone. No, what's really funny is if he had jumped in and <laughs> snapped his neck when he hit the sub... <laughs> right there, parked by the surface. No, no, remember the sub's in a sea cave. Uh, they, they have established that. Well, excuse me, I have to go upstairs and go out of these wet clothes I and really do a dry wish, martini. I really wish that staircase flipped up, and that was the way it, down. Doesn't it look like it cave. should? Yeah. Now, apparently they just had to lie to Alfred <laughs> about where they were going, even though he knows their secrets. I love the notion of a bust of William Shakespeare. Not a bust of, like, Arthur Conan Doyle, but a bust of Shakespeare leading to a crime-fighting base. And I, lo- I love real fire coming out of the Batmobile's jet. Hey, turbines to power. Atomic batteries to speed. Ignition. Like, that is such a great way to announce that you're starting your supercar. But it's not the way they start supercar. Supercar. Do you remember? Hey, kids, you remember supercar? Remember of course supercar. you don't, because you're not from the 50s. <laughs> it's a Gary Anderson series about a supercar. There are lots of puppets. What was the other one? Starbucks? Starbucks? What was the one? 
Super Starbucks going to take the stars to the future. The Hollywood <laughs> stars. No, no, no. It's party car. <laughs> party with, 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 with Castavetti and his boys behind bars. The party cars. It's a course for the stars. stars. Hollywood stars, stars, darling. It was a lost show for Mr. <laughs> Sketch. They wrote it, but they could never figure out a way to film it. Mr. About Sketch. Mr. Sketch. It was a <laughs> lost <laughs> sketch from Mr. Show. Yeah. And, and it was... And it was going to be a, par- a limousine that had a party going on in it all the time. And it was going to have a Shaja Four type character, a millionaire and his wife type character. And a Nipsey Russell type character. Which they were going to try to get played by Nipsey Russell. <laughs> which would have been great. Him on that show would have been awesome. I like Nipsey Russell. Now let's go in order of who died when. I don't think Nipsey Russell's dead. No, no, them. Cesar Romero? Cesar Romero. Uh, Burgess believe, Meredith. No, actually, Frank Frank when did Frank Christian die? Uh, three years ago. Okay, then yeah, because he died during uh, Grumpy Old Man, the sequel to Grumpy Old Man. The Legend of Curly's Gold. The Legend of Grumpy's Gold. Have we covered <laughs> Grumpy Old Man? No, and God willing, we never will. But... I like All right, movie, Walter Matthau, watch my movie. <laughs> okay, no, I love this this hookah. This is what they got from Commodore Schmidt, like the dehydrator, which turns you into powder. I fucking love the super science here. I like that how, now this is what I love. This is a great delivery. Is I love how the guinea pigs, I love these, that's their job. Their job <laughs> is to test people, to be tested upon. So I'm always wondering, oh, that's classic Gorshin. So I was wondering, up until this point, was just the Joker just constantly dosing them with Joker gas to see what happened? Do they have a freaky tolerance? And they just put up with it. They don't mind not being as they're dehydrated. Now, how many of you out there ever took a straw and put it in your mouth and went, wah, 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 just like the penguin? I do that to this day. So, yeah. I, I did that with a hookah once. I like how they don't even attempt a reconstitution. They just assume This is work. actually an improvised line that he says. What is Every one of them has some puffer. Oh, yeah. They want to be careful with him. He's a villain with class. Yeah, because that's not another thing. He's like, okay, what happens if you mix those together? They actually address that later in the film, but we'll get to that when it happens. It would be horrible, like Ash got in, cigarette Ash got oh. in. Now I'm making the woman clean up. They should have a hench made for well, that. She's the most. She's the one most used to kill her. She's not some weird animal poo fetishist. No, but she has cats. I guess so. You don't think the penguin's going to have any cats because they're going to eat all this fish. <laughs> and the joker has hyenas. And the riddler, I don't know, snakes, I don't know. Every yeah. one of them has a mother. And I, and I wonder how much improvisation made it into the show. Not that much. Because like, it's clearly a show that's overwritten, which is the only way to write, as far as I'm concerned, is to overwrite. Um, and... I don't know, there's some, something I feel like they so kept free-wheel. very much to the latter. Probably because of the shooting schedule and how serious all the actors were in how serious they were about being in it. I don't know if it was a joke to anybody. Batarang. I wonder if any of the actors actually found it ridiculous they were in the show. Again, it's it's a celebration. Classic. Another practical effect. Weird outfit. Like four super cooks hanging around here. It's amazing someone hasn't already 
I like that there's like a weird kind of social commentary going yeah, on. Yeah, the sea. How good does that look? Even though it's actually vertical. Joel Hodson had, as part of his stage routine back in the 80s, had a whole thing where he recreated the Batman wall, wall climbing sequence. I like an old retired the? couple apparently lives between the tavern and the villain headquarters. Yeah, how tall is that building? Two stories with the subfloor. Although they appeared to climb up four floors, judging by the number of windows they passed. Oh, the classic bomb. You know that has to be a Joker bomb. If it's that cartoonish, it's got to be the Joker. Although, wouldn't it be weird if it was full of riddles? <laughs> or exploding fish. Oh. Fragmentation tuna. So clearly, Batman hasn't figured it out. I imagine that was a sexually transmitted disease, riddles. <laughs> so if you start talking dirty in bed, but then that dirty talking turns into a riddle, then you might have the riddle meme dizzy. Or the new medicine, uh, riddling. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Batman! Holly, you're the greatest. You do really good. You do a good Mark Hamill joke. Holly, you're my favorite. You're the favorite tool in my box. Oh, pudding! I love these two ladies. And nothing's gonna there's, there's just like my... there's like a little minor comedy with these two Crack. ample women uh, enjoying their lobster. So, do you think they're dachshunds? What? Or they just like the lobster. I think they just like the lobster. Ooh. I mean, the reviews for this place. You should go on well. <laughs> the bell bone. No, I love that the seedy part of town is only frequented by people, by the by innocent people. Salvation Army Band. Although, then again, maybe when you think about it, maybe visitors something. Visitors welcome. Oh, I was going to say, that's a terrible name for a boat. <laughs> Open for business. This is my boat, the visitor's welcome. <laughs> I love this. I love this. I love that you can't get rid of a bomb. And it's true. But but maybe that's just the one shitty establishment on this dock, is, is the uh, Bengu Tavern. I mean, maybe it's faux dive. We haven't even seen it. Oh, two lovers on a boat. Oh, that's another one of the kinds of lovers that they uh, thanked at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> uh, no smoking, because it's flammable. <laughs> Use the hose and put out the... I love that there's no wick on that bomb. It's just a jet of fire. (laughs) The same people. Isn't this great? Do they not realize it's a bomb? Why aren't they running? No, some people did, ducks. Duckies. Oh, I can't do that. But I love... Oh. (laughs) Immortal line. I I feel like that should go on tombstones in books of inspirational quotes. Hmm. God, how slippery. Those shoes don't look like they have any traction at all. They're like maybe, elf shoes. Maybe they don't. Now, could you... I'd like to imagine that in the parallel 1960s, there was a Green Arrow series done exactly like this. Wait, wasn't it? No. There was Green Hornet. There was Green Hornet. There was an attempt to do a Batgirl spinoff. I've seen the pilot. Uh, there was also an attempt to do a Wonder Woman. I've seen the pilot. That pilot is shameful. I don't know if you could do a Green Arrow show... Um, you can do gadget arrows and 
Can you think of another? Can you think of another show that had like a? uh, I don't even remember Tonto ever throwing a tomahawk or or using arrows. Oh no, I love it. This goes back to every villain being a master of disguise. Here we have the penguin disguised as Commodore Schmidlap. But he can't disguise him too much because that that uh, cigarette holder is glued to his mouth. And penguin and the penguin umbrella. He always disguises himself as a chain smoker with an umbrella (laughs) who quacks. Schmidlap, horrible British accent. No, this is the one thing I love, though, is this does turn into a gag that they do see through his disguise. And arguably, it's the best disguise in the movie, but it's the only one they see through. (laughs) A waistcoat. It's a waistcoat. I believe it's a type of cravat. That does make sense. I love that they insist on playing along to get him to incriminate himself. They can't just beat the crap out of the penguin <laughs> until he gives them just cause. Now, I love that they're going to do a bat retinal scan on him, so apparently... They have Commodore Schmidt retinal patterns on <laughs> on file. Wow. Knockout bat gas. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, no, you're going to get hit by a sailboat. <laughs> Oh, narrow miss. They're safe. <laughs> He's mastered all the British slang somehow. All those books. It's a good thing that's not flammable. Even asleep, he's chomping on that cigarette. It's glued to his face. <laughs> You know, there's this really charming Batman comic that's in the Bizarro anthology DC did, yeah. where, oh, the little kid who gets in an argument with his older brother about whether Batman is real, he runs away from home, stumbles into the Batcave, Batman finds him asleep under a computer, and brings him back to his family, but with proof that there's a Batman. That's so charming. Yeah. I love that the penguins will freak out when he wakes up. What's another TV show we can talk about? We've talked about a lot of TV shows we like. You ever seen Blake 7? <laughs> no. You they sh- tried to do a remake of you it. You should. And they shouldn't. I like Children of the Stones. Well, maybe they could. Oh, creepy. But like, there's a lot of that sci-fi stuff. Think about how many other superhero shows were made. In, I mean, like, uh, Million Dollar Man. A Billion Dollar Man. Six Million Dollar six Man. Th- how many? How you much? You least. <laughs> <laughs> but then also Wonder Woman. I mean. <laughs> like that inflection, yeah. Wonder Woman, uh, Wonder Woman, the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Uh, what other superhero? Well, movies? there were those Marvel TV movies: Doctor Strange, Captain America. Yeah, and there was one where it was it was the Hulk versus Thor and Daredevil. Oh, that was Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Cause Matt Murdock was his lawyer. Now I love that their water system has both normal and heavy water. <laughs> And I love that that... What is he pulling out? What are those? Those are the syringe... Those are test tubes containing the powder connected to a hose so they can all be rehydrated. Ah, smart. 
But I like this. Like, how, like there's so much the joke, or so much the Penguin has to do to make this plan work. He has to pass it. Like, this whole plan is contingent on Batman taking him to the Batcave. What are the odds of Batman taking anyone into the Batcave? And also, you don't know anything about the Batcave. You don't know if there's water there. You just have to hope. You take it on faith. He should have had something on him to, to provide the water as well. How many water? How much water does it take to reconstitute a powdered? What the? They talk about that. Because <laughs> remember how how it was uh, he he turned on the valve for the hard water. Yeah. Well, hard water doesn't properly rehydrate them. Uh, and so as a result, it makes their molecular structure unstable. The short of it is, because they're unstable, when they get jostled, they're transformed into antimatter and catapulted into another dimension. What? 1960s Batman, ladies and gentlemen. God. Oh, I like to imagine, though, that there's been, like, six henchmen who are, like, cosmic beings in another dimension. Oh, now, here's a question, though. Is Superman the first serial TV show the superhero? Uh, depends how you define superhero. Um... But it might be, because I don't think The Shadow had a TV show, and I don't think The Phantom had they a TV show They had serials, before. but they never had TV shows. Well, Batman, I mean, Superman did get a TV show. Yeah, no, no, I'm Ju- saying Superman did, but I'm thinking of The Phantom and The Shadow. No, I don't think they did. No, but I'm saying they had movie serials. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which were episodic, So yes. did, uh, so so did Captain, Batman. Captain Marvel. Yeah. And Captain Marvel in those series was brutal. He would machine gun people in the back. And he had superpowers. And he would just pick up a machine gun and gun people down in the back. Was... Oh, man. Um, Flash Gordon? No, that was, that was a movie serial. So he didn't have a TV series, right? Uh, he did, eventually. But was that before or after Superman? That was, I'm going to say after. Because at the time, they would have just rebroadcast the serials. No, I love that... Batman makes up a lie about Commodore Schmidt like being brainwashed to cover this, and and, and the pe- now the Penguin's playing along. Oh, God, this is a weird series of cameras. Look, they have him unconscious. They never just drop him off at police headquarters. Why does this remind me of like the- those stupid websites? Like you can go on those forums for people who want to be raped, They're and those pr- people who want to rape, but in a a sexual fantasy context. I don't know how you got that from this. Although then, then again, there are people losing consciousness. It's the idea of playing along. But there is a chlor- fantasy. There is a chloroform stupid. fetish. It's like fet- okay. life for superheroes with, and supervillains. With, without oh, his penguin gas. Ah, dumbest. <laughs> no, no. They actually, it's no. They wake up later. This was all part of their plan because they took penguin gas antidote pills for the, <laughs> while he was unconscious. I haven't seen this movie since maybe I was like 13 or okay. 12. Okay, now here's another part of the plan that it has so many contingencies. It's contingent on the penguin betraying them at this specific location because this is where they've stashed the bat cycle, which is our fourth <laughs> vehicle. Soon there'll be a bat well pogo stick. Hidden under that bouquet of non-indigenous <laughs> flowers. <laughs> that is a sexy motorcycle. No, well, think about that. What if there was just a website for heroes and villains to get together and just play at, at chasing? That that's actually <laughs> that's actually a novel I've been trying to crack for ages, which probably should be a graphic novel about about the sexual picadillos of superheroes and villains and like. 
one of the main characters is a right. Superman type villain who's into sadomasochism, but because he's indestructible, Wait, it takes they... so much for him to feel pain. Why did they split off just to get into the back house? Because it's dynamic and no one has to cross camera. <laughs> but it does show that they can be split into two vehicles and one of them turns into a robot. But that's kind of a thing I want to explore. Yo, Port. Okay, <laughs> one has a lounging bench with a towel. And damn, rocking I like how I like how Gorshin, I like how he moves. He moves like an insect. He's like a ma- mantis made of rubber bands. Lots of tension. Now he looks just enough like Patrick McEwen that I would love him Ooh. and Patrick McEwen. Like the Riddler and the Prisoner should have uh, <laughs> have some sort of conflict. <laughs> I mean, I thought it looked like what's three McCain. plus three? Number six, but I am not a number. Where's he gonna go? He's in a submarine. Oh, did they have escape pods? All in good time, my friend. All in good time. But he does have more more missiles full of riddles. Ugh. Wait till you see our submarine. Is that for obsessive compulsivism? Compulsion. Obsessive compulsion. Could be. <laughs> Look at the size they're, of that thing. They're, they're fire... Well, Polaris missiles are pretty big. They were designed to carry nuclear payloads. Wow. And they're carrying riddles. Great yeah. job. Well, they're not gonna they're not gonna sell Mr. P. N. Gwyn nuclear missiles. They're just gonna no, sell him the missiles and you have to put in your own warhead. <laughs> That's for national security. Send it and, it, now. and it works. Were there any riddle attacks in the sixties? No, because the system worked. Have you seen that commercial for uh, plutonium? Where if you send it your plutonium, <laughs> they'll send you cash. Cash for plutonium. Cash for that was plutonium. I believe that was a Mitchell and Webb look sketch. Along with Dosh for Gold. Well she does have her own viewpoint. I thought it was just the three. So all four of them can look. But yep. they wouldn't all be looking in the same direction, would they? Well, no, there's a series of mirrors and lenses that lets them all look in the same direction. Then how do they know which way is which? Oh, no, I love this. With the missile, the near miss with the missile has damaged their gyros. So they are going down. And where do they land, ladies and gentlemen? They land at the foam rubber wholesalers convention. <laughs> There's an exhibit of foam rubber in its crude form. And that's something I really miss in old superhero stories were very specialized museums. Like, oh, there'd yeah. be the bicycle museum, and there'd be a villain trying to steal the world's or, oldest bicycle. Or chain. there would be a mattress factory that would fall into. And almost Projection. always, the Hulk was breaking into something that was a place that was going to get broken in, or broken down or demolished anyway. Well, that was, uh, oh, what goes up white and going down yellow and white? An egg? Damn it, I was going to get that. <laughs> you divide 17 apples 16 people. Can you get this one? Yeah, you kill nine of them. No, you make applesauce. Oh. Boom. So eggs and applesauce. And They're somehow... breakfast. And somehow that directs them to where they need to be. Somehow. But, um, but we're talking about, okay, specialized museums. It was what satirized brilliantly on uh, the show Stripperella. Hey, remember that time Stan Lee created an animated <laughs> series starring Pamela Anderson about a stripper who fights crime? Well, that happened. And there's an episode where the final battle takes place in the Museum of Oversized Objects. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just giant things, like giant coins, like from the bat <laughs> For no reason. It was hilarious. That's Great set. a few comics, like, uh, they did, like, something where it was, like, the world's fair, and it was Batman versus the Joker on a giant typewriter. Well, you know, that's something that they used to have in comic books, is set pieces. 
I like Catwoman is just grooving. And all of the torture devices were giant. Okay, now notice um, her cabin, oh, it's Pussy her. Willow, but it's a little ribbon. It's a sassy little ribbon for the periscope. Why isn't it a ball of string? And, and it's at this point that we see that the, even the henchmen have doubts. He's weirded out by the Catwoman. Why isn't this used as a clip for sex, uh, sexual... Uh, <laughs> you know, we should do that. Yeah, we should, sex is happening. We should, do our own, we should do our own, like, yeah, sex, Fellini sex metaphor, and we'll yeah. cut to this. We'll cut to this... We'll cut to the space slug from Star Wars in the asteroid, and we'll also we'll also cut to a uh, fat guy sneezing. There you go. What? Think about it. I ca- I call him fat sneezing. No. I would have I would have fat sneezing your no, leg here. If I had been smart, I would have done what Spider Man does and put a tracer on Penguin. Oh, they're their masks again. It's adorable. And the Riddler has his mask pulled up over his eyes, or above his eyes. Is this movie over yet? No. How much is left? So there's like still a it's quarter. like a bunch of crimes. There's still a quarter. <laughs> it's like a bunch of crimes have already happened. It's like, where's, what, how could there's, more happen? There's, there's a master plan in effect, in effect. Because every crime, every villain thing was always a two episode arc. Yeah, there was always a cliffhanger. You put him in a thing... Like, you put them in a giant key but, maker. But this is a movie, so a cliffhanger is irrelevant. Yeah. Oh, Penguin, The yeah. smoke's not even near him. <laughs> it's fast acting and disperses quickly. And he's breathing it in. But no, he's immune. He has oh. he has his own antidote pills. See, that always seemed like the Joker guess. That's <laughs> a cool effect. I love that scene. That is Because cool. all it is, it's an umbrella on the string. With gas. Is the Penguin music brilliant? <laughs> and that's the, that's the music thing. It's like waddling, yeah. It's like happy feet. <laughs> I like how they also in, in this classic Batman. They show you everything. Yeah. They're still like, we need to show the villains crossing a room, abandoned auxiliary door. They label it as such. But it's Batman. It's that on the map of the building itself. <laughs> no, I will admit, when I first saw this as a, as a really little kid, I was kind of confused by the Joker, and I thought that the red stuff around his lips was like an upside-down mustache thing. Hmm. I was very confused about the Joker. But then I figured it out. Now imagine if he had looked a little more like Mr. Sardonicus. Mr. Dr. Sardonicus? Yeah. Mm. If, he just, if he had just... A little bit more teeth. Now I gotta ask: Would you vote for Doctor Sardonicus to live or die? Doesn't matter because the real never had the other answer. Now I love. Okay, I love this like United Nations yeah, Council. Yeah. They're like these are the most respectful stereotypes I've ever seen. <laughs> and now for some reason, well, Africa's I- and a dashiki. Well, uh, for some reason, their idea of a peace conference is everyone screaming all at once in their native <laughs> language. I don't know how they're figuring anything out. And, this yeah, is the, no and, these, are, and these are apparently all the nations of the world. And there's no good guards. They've taken them all out. It's <laughs> Japan. I love his wig. Well, as, as I recall, I believe these are all caricatures of the national leaders of the time. Because like the French, no guy, the French guy is Charles de Gaulle. Now, wouldn't it be good if there's a German guy played by Kenneth Mars? And nobody gives a damn that a guy in a... They're too busy arguing international policy. (laughs) (laughs) Hee hee. 
one notices the lack of voices. And again, they show you everything. We're going to see each of these people get dehydrated in, in excruciating detail. No one gets out of their way for some reason. Here's another question. What denotes the different colors? Uh, I'm guessing what they're wearing. Because remember, the henchmen were all wearing black, so they all turned gray. Mm -hmm. These guys are wearing, I guess, the colors of their nations. Because remember, the, the, the guy from Nigeria is wearing kind of a red-ish right. dashiki, so he turned red. Oh, the Here's another What's the purpose of this? Those nations can elect new people to be their ambassadors. Well, yeah, but they're holding them hostage. Because that's the idea. They're, 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 they're holding the, the, all the delegates hostage by dehydrating them. So that, you know, they can each take a delegate and run. <laughs> Good gag. No, I would love it if the Joker just kind of tiptoes backwards and arbitrarily murders those two guys while oh. they're helpless. Have you ever made a false move? Have you ever made a false move? I've heard lots of people talk about making false moves, but what I'm not you? sure. What is a false move? I, I, know, I guess a fake out, but why would you do a fake out at this point? A faint. Well, I suppose That's a fencing move. You know, it could be. It could be an old fencing term. Oh, but they didn't get that hat. A hat which no one was wearing. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the Joker had a hat and he just left it behind. Just to weird people out. Did we see a delegate from the U.S.? Yes, he was the guy smoking the cigarette. Well, gentlemen, gentlemen, we all want peace. Ooh, a message of international brotherhood and cooperation, which is, <laughs> which is refreshing. We should all wish as thus. Oh, man, I can, I'll never get tired of seeing that sub. That is a really cool miniature. And then its feet wiggle like that. So I wonder nice. how expensive that modification was. Do you think that that was more expensive than the sub? Yeah. <laughs> Taking no precautions with their test tubes full of delegate. God, the scenic lighting. You know, it does kind of seem arbitrary when they are and are not wearing their masks. <laughs> horde. He talks an awful lot about his various birds, but we never see any. I don't think we ever see him with a, with a real bird. I don't think they ever had the budget for birds. <laughs> they didn't have a big bird budget. <laughs> Gee. I mean, even, even like, one time. Just show us a falcon. Chemistry. Wait, wait, wait. I think there was an episode with a penguin. I think they had penguins in an episode. Well, there was that episode where they kidnapped and brainwashed Alfred to betray Bruce Wayne. And they used a penguin to brainwash him. Hmm. And there were alligators, but it was B-roll for uh, the King Tut. And, yeah, yeah. And there was those rubber alligators with the heads just kind of flopped open <laughs> for the death trap. Now, what are some other villains you'd like to see recontextualized for this series? 
I would have liked I, to have seen a clay face, but the original type of no, clay face. If they did a clay face, one. they should animate it by Ray Harryhausen. Oh, uh, Harry or just arbitrarily, it's a guy covered in clay. He doesn't shape shift at all. I also like to imagine there would be a secret crossover with Jonah Hex, and it would be like Jerry Lewis is Jonah Hex. <laughs> Jerry Here's Lewis something they never done. did with the old Spider-Man series. They never had the chameleon. But I think would have made he's an easy, super easy villain to do on any of these old shows. Well, you know, that's what's amazing, is like, there in superhero shows that came after this, hardly ever an actual supervillain, and yet this, nothing but supervillains. Like, Spider-Man, it was all that? gangsters and ninjas. In the Spider-Man live true? action series. Wonder Woman Wonder started with super Nazis, but eventually just became criminals, yeah. and people that would have, like, one arbitrary magic power, but were never really a full-on flamboyant supervillain. Same true. with Six Million Dollar Man. Well, he was also a government agent. He fought other robots. And, and a Yeti, which was a robot. Which was a robot. <laughs> a robotic Sasquatch. What? Oh, they're doing the jamming thing um, against the missile. Why are they wearing headphones? Isn't that oh, no, no. He's doing some bat do, sonar. Yeah. That's out. Now that didn't have riddles in it. That had an explosive. <laughs> I want just a looped, uh, a looped animation of them doing their villain dance. Who's he calling his parents? What? No, up periscope. Oh, periscope. I have a mother, because every one of them has a mother. Some nice uh, comic book physics coming up. Think about the gyros and stuff they had. Again, Union guys just moving the model of a boat. sensual lips on that periscope which is apparently 20 feet off the ground. <laughs> it's like Rocky Horror Picture Show. And look, notice Catwoman's always facing away from the camera so we get a nice shot of her butt. And you know what they say, sex sells. And yet we're already watching the movie. Yeah, but we're not paying for it. Yes we are. I am. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I meant emotionally and mentally. Now, I am glad you listeners legitimately got a copy of this movie. Adam West needs his residuals. Ooh, now here's a question. Because they're, they're, they're dead, does he get more? <laughs> Probably not, because I think the, the rest would go to the producers. But I like to think that maybe so. Now, Batman won't use guns, but he's fine using missile-loaded death depth charges. Here's nothing that I was... I wish more women cosplayed as the original Catwoman from the TV series. Mm. 
a damn cool look. I see I see a lot of the Stitch Catwoman. Well, you know what I blame it on? From Batman Returns. This show's been off the air for, like, ages. There was a time period where uh, where the Batman, the, this classic Batman series, was syndicated on cable or local networks. But that hasn't been the case for ages since TV Land got the rights, I think. Mm. And TV Land brought rebroadcast them uh, unedited uh, and then pulled then pulled them. Although finally, it's coming out of well, DVD. It's like we were wait. talking about before. Uh, we haven't seen um, the classic SNLs anymore. Yeah, yeah. I remember when Comedy Central was actually letting them all was like once they lost the country, they played them over and over and over again. Same thing with Futurama. They just spent days playing them all. Yeah. Ooh. Direct hit. Although, they, I, I guess they're hoping that if they fuck up the submarine, at least the inflow That is a crazy weapon that it's able to hit the sub. Now, the real Commodore Schmidlap is just a good sport and puts up with this and doesn't mind being in a submarine. Although, I do wonder what lie they told him. See, and if this were, like, if this were today, there would be that cannon would be a toy. It'd be a nerf weapon. The Bat Blaster. No respect for human life. They're going to sink that sub. <laughs> well, they're trying to force it to surface, but you never know. Oh, God. What would happen if you sprinkle that stuff? If it leaked into the sea at like a certain level, and they pop, and then they suffocate because they drown you, and you into the water. Hey, I'm alive. Blub dead. Yeah. <laughs> what would it like to be, to be dehydrated? Like, do is it just kind of like you're asleep? Or do you stop being and then start re-being again? And is that traumatic? I think that is it. I think it's like... You don't exist, and then you exist, like that book you were telling me about. Oh, yes. That would be iRobot. Read it to the end. There's a thing in there in the end about hyperspace. That's not funny. <laughs> I like how they're, like, not evil. They're like, let's just worry about our lives. Well, remember, stop being bad. No, no, it's because they're a superstitious and cowardly lot, so they're clinging to each other for comfort. <laughs> That's a great mugging. <laughs> I want more mugging jokers. How about a joker mug? No, I've already got a Modoc mug I drink out of. <laughs> now, who would you cast as Modoc on this series? Ooh. Uh, modified organic. What is it? Oh, <laughs> Mental organism designed only for, for killing. No, only designed for coffee. Modoc. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I couldn't get it out right. That's not how you whip it out. This is how you whip it out. Ooh, Professor Firefly. I love that somebody had to make that sub had to make that submarine set. Although it could have been a pre-existing submarine set that they added penguin iconography to. Now you want to put one of those inflatable ball things between the two boats, or else they'll scrape each other's hulls up something fierce. Batman doesn't have those for some reason. Now that's mean to any pirate who has a hook, because then they really only have one arm. <laughs> oh God! Uh, how much more left? What do we got? Don't. The, okay, the more you look at the clock, the longer this is going to take. Embrace the fun. But finally, we get oh. to see the pals and waps. Yeah, the iconic. Like I love that to be for. Well, the now, sake what do of they call that? For the sake of fidelity to the comic, they put in the bursts of sound effects. 
As far as what they call it, I think it's just a sound effect. But it's it wouldn't be a sound effect, it's a visual effect. An onomatopoeia. No, it's not, well, it's onomatopoeia, definitely. Bap. And, and yet, this is, this is so iconic. People who don't know a goddamn thing about comics and write art, and yet write articles about comics <laughs> oh, still use these sound effects. It's like that classic Onion article, uh, Zhao Bing Pap, comic books no longer for kids, says <laughs> 730 millionth article to say that. Good use of the environment. Eric? Oh, I learned about this from the audio commentary mm-hmm. that Bert Warren had missed on, on this. Uh, one of the st- one of the stuntmen henchmen almost died. Um, really? This, yeah, this was a water tank on the Fox lot mm-hmm. used to film water scenes that they put the submarine out on. Well, there are like pipes under there, and one of the stuntmen came down and hit the pipe and was unconscious for like thirty seconds. Oh, fuck. That's hilarious. Again, good use of the environment. And the gun is actually shaped like you know, a question mark. You know you what? I like seeing Robin beat up the Joker. I think there's something great about that. Saving uh, the cat. Say, he saves the cat. Damn right. I like that somebody apparently had already prepped that, that life raft. And swashbuckling this movie has everything. I'm just got to trust that they can Look swim. The Coast Guard will pick oh. them up. You're running the water. Just swim away. Swim away. Ooh! She a mean mistreater. (laughs) (laughs) Never drops a cigarette. Bort. (laughs) Favorite sound effect? Well, it was just that that gag from... uh, (laughs) <laughs> it's that gag uh, from the from the Simpsons where they did the radioactive man show from the 1960s and one of the sound effects was Bort mm. which was which was the license plate the vanity license plate when Bart couldn't find Bart he could only find Bort <laughs> and they sold out of Bort license plates because that was apparently a more common name than Bart Oh, she trips. Yeah, she's in those heels. Oh, no. Those heels were too fierce for her. Oh, I'm helpless. Oh. No, I love this. The mask comes off and he finally realizes that the love of his life, Natasha Kitka, was really the nefarious feline felon Catwoman. Do you think Batman ever forgets that it's that it's uh that it's Tim Drake? No, which which <laughs> no, wait, which Robin is this? This is this is Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Do you ever think he forgets his Dick Grayson? <laughs> yeah, may, maybe Batman has early onset dementia, <laughs> and that's why this happens. No, because like and, when he's in his mask. And I love that in Batman's oh. head we get a reprise of "I can't help falling in love with you" in Russian. Oh. And Robin has to deal with the mushy stuff. <laughs> They're best friends. <laughs> oh, lifelong bachelors. <laughs> you and me, kid, no dames. Oh. Who needs them? No, but that's the problem. You're going to get married, and I'm not. That's not fair. <laughs> okay, we'll agree to switch off. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, missus. When you get divorced, I'll find a girl. Fuck you. Hmm? 
I wish you all the many happy returns. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh wow, this is. I don't want. I'm not sure if we want a record of the of, of the conversation that you want to inflict on me. No, no. I wish you every every bit of happiness that those dehydrated men have. <laughs> it is a hopeless life being a dehydrated man. Oh, see, that's that's a metaphor for marriage. <laughs> dehydrated and put in a series of test tubes with the other UN delegates. <laughs> oh, the real Commodore Schmidlap, who fucks up the world. Aww. No, I love that the, the, <laughs> that the moisture in his sneeze doesn't trigger a rehydration. Yeah, like there's just a hand that shows up. There's a booger oh. man. A booger <laughs> mucus hand. Into the bat lab. No, look, they have a bat. No. Why wear the capes? No, clearly. Well, then you gotta be in uniform. But they've got the bat dust particle separator, which is great. And I'm sure they already have it, but I like to imagine that they had to spend six years developing <laughs> it at Wayne Enterprises. Oh. <laughs> this is six years later. And all this happens after the series. And all that time, there's been no delegates. And yet, and the world wasn't at peace. Now, I love that Batman is, for some reason, when doing technical work, not wearing gloves. Mm. <laughs> well, gloves are part of the costume he's wearing. Well, now, here's another question. Have they ever been um, Bruce and Dick in the Batcave? Or are they always in costume in no, the Batcave? All, that's one of the rules, is they're always in costume when they're in the Batcave. Huh. And they're always in their street clothes when they're in Wayne Manor. Assuming they use the poles, um, otherwise, uh, I believe they did sometimes go. But if they went through the front door, they could stay in their costume. But this TV is low to the ground. You know, they were saved by the courage of the almost human porpoise earlier in the film. Remember the porpoise sacrificed themselves, intercepting the torpedo. Yes. I meant to comment on that earlier, but oh well. No, I like this, where Robin almost goes mad with power. <laughs> and Batman kind of talks about free will and justice and whatnot. And yet, what if that was became Batman's modus operandi? He would dehydrate Gotham citizens and alter them to make them better people and then rehydrate them. That's like what the JLA did with uh, Zatanna. Oh. She made Dr. Light into a fumbling supervillain. And she made like Catwoman become good... So she became a hero, and that became a whole uh, existential crisis for her. How many months did it take before a cosmic event reset the universe? Um, that would be the new 52. Oh, yeah. Which will one day be the old 52. That was a cool effect. I like that. That is neat. And Although I do want to point out that those aren't the same... That isn't the same volume of dust that were in the test tubes. Are you sure? I'm, I'm a nitpicker. Some of the test tubes had different volumes in them. I pick a lot of nits. Go back to the scene. Let's. Your viewers, <laughs> rewind according to Arcane's system. I'm just imagining Batman Look, doing surgery. I love this global phone tag that they do. And all eyes are on Gotham. And that's Lyndon Johnson. Mm <laughs> hmm. This reminds me of the announcements for uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> Wonka found. 
I, see, I wish like one of the nations, the translation was just like uh, you know, capitalism despair or, <laughs> or some weird. Will be like, triumphant. You know, Batman separating dust. Meanwhile, we don't have food. <laughs> Again, you need to play Evil Genius when you complete a uh, when you complete a mission. The radio actually comes on in each of the different languages, talking, and the one in China and Russia is all about the imperial forces. Nice, and that the evil genius is trying to get their skilled no, workers. No, I like that you only need that little bit of water to rehydrate everyone yeah. in the UN. Well, the World Security Council, whatever it is. God, can you imagine if they were consciousness powder? How horrifying that would be! I can't feel anything. I have no mouth, but I must scream. Ah, Harlan Ellison. God, imagine a Harlan Ellison 1966 Batman. I can, and it's amazing. Lots of sex and violence in that one, and drug use. <laughs> There'd be, uh, yeah, it would be... Uh, oh, and here's a message. I bet when they're rehydrated, they're still fighting. No, no well, well, there's a clever gag that happens. Because there knows. will never be world peace. Guard mm-hmm. knows. Just no, 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 after oh. after Lord Thanos has scoured all life from the universe, then there shall at last be peace. There won't be peace, there'll be silence. And death. He will at last prove his love to Lady Death. Here's, here's another question. Where's the spigot they attach that to? Right there. No, 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 I mean... Oh, I see. <laughs> what, do you think he was just, like, twisting it in the air? No, <laughs> I thought he was going to go to the outside in the garden... <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious? They crawl down the side of the building with a hose. <laughs> and he pokes his head out this, the window. Ready, Robin? Ready, Batman? This is a needlessly complicated apparatus. And yeah, I love they specify super scientific. They specify that it's soft water, so we know that no one will turn into antimatter in this scene. <laughs> They've allayed that fear. So much tension in this scene. It's just weird. I mean, like, if you think about, like, building out the tension with the bomb is a really, really cool use of that, but this is surreal. No one will be admitted during the throw the rehydration scene. <laughs> now, I want you to notice, you know, they, they've been rehydrated, they didn't miss a beat. Remember, the dust mingled and then was separated, so I want you to look at the delegates uh, after this after this round robin of international calls. Are B-roll. they wearing different clothes? No, I just like the B-roll. <laughs> you cutting to... Like, I feel like there should just be, like, a Laplander with a yak. Just in the middle of nowhere listening to that. <clears throat> so the American oh. delegate speaking Japanese. He's German, but doing the Arabic shoe slam. He's in Hebrew. The Russian is German. And they're the same thing! <laughs> <laughs> so you see, their essences have mingled. Perhaps they will They will have these. Uh, it's like the Tower of Babel. But, but I like that... I like that... Um, Oh, the Israel guy speaking French. The Israeli guy speaking French. But I like that, like the the French guy is like a, clearly a character of, of caricature of Charles de Gaulle. I would like to look at who the world mm. leaders were at the time to see if they're all like caricatures, all part of the theater of the absurd. Batman lays a little bat philosophy on you at the end. Social commentary. 
Okay. So, were you having a little bit of an orgasm? There I was that? having a little bit of a stroke. <laughs> but but is it, it well? You, well, you know, in, in Germany, that's what they call an orgasm is the little stroke. <laughs> <laughs> the gentle aneurysm they call it. <laughs> oh, apologies to our German listeners. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> so, wait, do they fix it? Did they ever fix to, to an extent. <laughs> well, what do they do? Re-dehydrate re them and then re-separate them and then yeah. re-rehydrate them? <laughs> uh, there. An actual shot of them repelling. It'd be cool. The end? The living, the living end. end. Or is it? <laughs> Green Lawn Productions. Wow. Oh, yeah. Do Green Lawn Productions still exist? I think someone has to hold the copyright. I don't know. Probably not, but you never know. Chief Alan O'Hara. Napier. Alan Napier. I'm going to look it up. Bluebeard. Oh, well, all the pirates had names. And, ladies and gentlemen, that was Batman with Adam West and Burt Ward. Jason, any, uh, Georgia Jason, any final thoughts? Um, I'm going to find out who Alan Napier is related to. Give me two seconds. <laughs> okay. We'll we'll do that. While he's doing that, I'll entertain you by doing the bat to see. Step, step. The eyeball thing. Okay. I've done the bat to see. Okay. He's the step-grandfather of actor Brian Forrester. The step-grandfather. Interesting. Best known as portraying the second Chris Partridge on the Partridge family. But no, there's somebody else. <laughs> Damn it. I know there's somebody else who's related to him. Well... <laughs> Thank you for enjoying this uh, very special, very unique sequel commentary. I'm, I am William T. Thrasher. I'm Georgia Jason, formerly Jersey Jason. S- soon to be... I have no idea where I'm going next. Okay. But it has to like be kind of alliteration with Jason, so... <laughs> uh, it can still be Georgia, but it's the Russian Georgia. Yes, I'll be in, I'll be in uh, Georgia, in the uh, Ukraine... Um, sometime soon. Uh, Yugoslav? No, Yugoslavia Jason doesn't work. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna go, we're gonna go through an atlas. Uh, this has been Sequel Commentary. Bat night, old chums. SequelCast 2 is a proud member of the Battleship Retention podcast fleet. Find another great film and TV podcast at BattleshipRetention.com. The theme song to SequelCast 2 is written and performed by Mark with the Sea. Listen to his music at MarkWithTheSea.com. You can also listen to SequelCast 2 on the go at Stitcher. Head on over to Stitcher.com and search for SequelCast 2 to give it a listen. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension fleet. 